Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael Da Silva, and I am your host for episode 17. In this episode, we will be hearing from Sean Markle, who, along with his family, left Canada 12 years ago to serve the Lord by serving the people of Zambia with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The title of his message is Daily. We trust that with so much changing in our normal routines due to COVID-19, we will remember what daily activities we should never alter or remove from day-to-day Christian life. As I begin this podcast, I would like to thank each person who has chosen to listen to it. The Word of God is a unique book with a personal message. So, if while we are going over the subject for today, you see something that touches you or causes you to study a different topic in the same passage or passages, let me say, that's wonderful. The Word of God speaks to each person differently, as we all have different concerns, cares, and problems. The heading of our topic today is daily. Daily may seem like an odd thing when we think of the environment that we are currently living in, when one day blends into the next, except perhaps for those who are required to go to work. There are some things that the Bible requires us to do daily. So let's take a look at what some of those things are. Let's read first in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, and verse 23. The Lord speaks and he says, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. There are four separate things in this verse, so let's look at them quickly, one at a time. First, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me. Well, let's stop there. Here the Lord is saying that we must make a conscious daily choice to come after him. The idea is, do we want to be known as one that is like Christ? So often in Africa, where we come from, people misuse the word Christian because they feel that if you know about God and follow his teachings, you must be a Christian. The truth that a Christian is actually one who has Christ living in them is a little foreign to them. This is the main teaching in the book of Colossians, Christ in us and us in Christ. So we must first be willing to take a stand as a believer of Jesus Christ and be known as one who belongs to Christ. In the past, many suffered for this stand, and even today, people suffer for taking this stand. In the Bible, countless Christians suffered and were persecuted and often died as a result of their stand for Christ. In the next part of the verse, we read, let him deny himself. This is the second challenge of this verse. Denying ourselves is a great challenge. Philippians 2 and verse 3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or empty glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. How difficult is it to daily consider someone else to be more important than ourselves? And yet the Lord says that we need to do precisely that, deny ourselves. Let's keep moving through the verse. And the third thing that the Lord tells us to do daily is to take up his cross daily. Each morning we get up, 
We need to make a conscious, mental choice to take up our cross. As many know, taking up a cross means taking up a burden. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 32 tells us that they compelled Simon to bear the cross of Christ. It was not something that someone did willingly. With the cross came a stigma, the pending, looming sentence of death. With the cross, there came a realization that the end of one's life was near. As believers, we should live in the hope of the soon coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we should also live with the knowledge that time is short for each soul that is going out into a lost eternity. Whether through death or the coming of Christ, we should live with the expectation that our time is short and there is a need to spread the good news of Christ and his saving work done at the cross of Calvary. In the last part of that verse in Luke chapter 9 and verse 23, it says, and follow me. In John chapter 10 and verse 27, we read, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So if we are the sheep of the heavenly shepherd, we should be listening for his voice and following him. To follow the heavenly shepherd, we must make it a priority to read his word, the Bible. And as James says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. That's James chapter one and verse 22. Let's look at the next thing that we should do daily. In the book of Acts chapter five and verse 42, we read, and daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease to teach and preach Jesus Christ. As we read this verse, we see two parts in it as well. The first is that they did not stop to teach Jesus Christ. I'm no great scholar, but Vine's dictionary partly defines this word as to explain or expound a thing, or to teach one something, or to talk with others in order to instruct them. How often, when we have a chance to get together with fellow believers, do we chat about the things of Christ? Or do we prefer to chat about the things of this world? Here in Acts, when they got together, and it would seem they got together daily, they chatted about the things of Christ. The writer to the Hebrew writes, but exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Our nature is often to tear down, but God wants us to build up his people daily. In the second part of the verse, we see that they preached Christ daily. The word preach here is to proclaim good news, to publicly stand and tell others the good news of Jesus Christ and his death at the cross. And there is a movement against the public preaching of the good news of Christ's death on the cross for sinners. They prefer to encourage people and present a feel-good message instead of presenting the truth of man's sin and God's substitute for sinners, Jesus Christ. They stray away from the story of the cross because of its violence and horror. And yet they fail to recognize that in it is victory and a great demonstration of the unimaginable love 
of God. In Acts 17 and verse 11, we see the next daily task. And it reads this. These were more notable than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. This goes back to our first passage of hearing the heavenly shepherd's voice daily. Some folks read their Bible daily and check it off the list as something they've accomplished, but they fail to search their Bible and study their Bible daily. It is not my desire to point a finger at anyone but myself, but we need to recognize it as a challenge and strive to search the Bible daily. Jeremiah says, your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. The word of God is sweet. You know, I love chocolate and it is a struggle not to eat it every day. I know that eating it daily will do nothing for my weight. So I refrain from the sweetness of chocolate. The word of God will never make you too fat or give you diabetes because of its sweetness. Make a point of enjoying the sweet word of God daily. The last verse I'd like to look at is in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 28. Paul writes, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. You know, Paul had a deep care for the churches that he had come into contact with, as well as the churches he knew of, but had never had a chance to gather with. And yet, he had a care for all the churches. I am sure many are aware of the two types of churches found in the New Testament, the church that is the body of Christ and the local church or local assembly. In Colossians chapter one and verse 18, Paul writes, and he, that is Jesus, is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. So here we see the worldwide church that is the body of Christ, which includes every believer all around the world. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2, Paul writes unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. Paul is writing to the local assembly or local gathering at Corinth. You know, it would be impossible for those in Canada to gather every Sunday in an assembly in Africa. So the Bible teaches of local gatherings. So Christians can gather every Sunday to remember the Lord in the breaking of bread as he has commanded. However, let me emphasize one point in relation to this. We have a God of glory and knowledge. He understands when we are unable to meet because of a situation like COVID-19 or because of the first responders that are required to work on a Sunday or a situation like many saints face all around the world of persecution from their government. God understands. I am sure there were many Sundays Paul himself was unable to gather with the local believers because he was imprisoned or moving from one place to another in the custody of the Roman government. I am also sure that the list that Paul writes down in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 23 to 28 didn't just occur Monday to Saturday. 
And you will notice that he ends this great list of burden with these words. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Paul had a great care for all of the churches, the ones that he had visited and the ones that he had never had a chance to visit. In short, do we have a care for the worldwide and local church just the same as Paul did? Do we pray for them daily? Have a care for the well-being daily. No wonder Paul says it was a daily pressure and it was an anxiety. We all should have a burden for the well-being of these two churches, the church that is the body of Christ and the local gathering. Remember the words of Paul to the assembly at Galatia in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto those who are the household of faith. Sometimes I think we must confess that we are hardest on those who make up the church of Christ. Those that are children of God, just like us, and therefore we are in the family of God with them. So before I close, let me just go over this daily checklist once again. In Luke chapter 9 and verse 23, we read, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. In Acts 5 and verse 42, we read, And daily they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. And in Hebrews 3 and 13, we read, But exhort one another, build up one another daily. In Acts 17 and verse 11, we read, They searched the scriptures daily. For so many that are stuck at home, let's make it a point of getting into our Bibles, studying them, and see what God would have to say to us. So when this whole lockdown COVID-19 isolation is over, we come out stronger Christians, ready to proclaim the word of God to lost souls. Lastly, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 28, we read, and that which cometh upon me daily, Paul writes, the care of all the churches. I trust that this will be a little help to those as we sit in our homes and in isolation and I trust that it will be an encouragement to whoever has a chance to hear this podcast. 